Welcome to Not in a Huff with Jackson Huff, where we interview newsmakers, storytellers, and all-around interesting people. Sit back, relax, uh, unless you're driving, and enjoy the show. Here's Jackson. Hello, hello, hello. Thanks so much for joining us today. I am your host, Jackson Huff. I'll tell you, I really appreciate that you're here, and I think that we have a really good podcast for you. We are going to be interviewing Mark Walters. He is a travel extraordinaire. I think it would be easier to mention places that he has not been. Not only has he been all over the world, um, he's traveled with his wife and kids to over 100 countries, which is amazing. I can't imagine how... um, Lucky those kids are that they've been all over the world already. I, I think his oldest one is still in his early teens, so that has to be an amazing experience. Um, we didn't talk a lot in this interview about his wife, but I think his wife is probably the rock star behind the camera. She is in some videos, uh, Jocelyn. So I apologize that we didn't talk a lot about, about his wife, um, talked about his kids, traveling with kids. Uh, we really kind of covered the gamut. Um, the, the huge thing with with Mark, which we'll uh, we'll talk a lot about, is his YouTube channel because that's the amazing thing that you know he doesn't just travel for for himself. He travels, you know, to to teach us uh, good advice, to let us know the do's and the don'ts of everywhere, um, basically around the world. Um, honest travel advice is really what uh, what he strives for. So he'll get into it, but I, he doesn't take a bunch of paid endorsements. He's going to tell the honest truth about places. So it's not just uh, he loves somewhere because he's being paid to love somewhere. He loves places because they're actually really cool. So enough of me talking. I know that's not what you're here for. Let's get right into my conversation with Mark. Hi, Mark. How are you doing today? Thanks so much for being here. I'm doing great, Jackson. Thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for having me on. It's been a long day. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a it's a huge treat for me just because I mean, I've I've traveled nothing near like like you have, um, but I know every time that I I'm going to go anywhere, I always check YouTube, check and see if there's a Walter's World video, see you know the do's and don'ts of of where I am going. Um, so those who who don't know. Um, Mark, he, he posts videos a lot of times on do's, don'ts of, of countries and of cities and just to kind of help your uh, traveling. So if you would just tell us a little bit more about your, your YouTube channel, how it got started and, uh, and what, uh, what inspires you to keep going. Sure, Jackson. So we started the Walters World channel about 11 years ago uh, because I got really tired of blogs and guidebooks that made every single pl- place sound like it's like the second coming, like this amazing place. And there are some amazing places out there, but people need to know the good and the bad. And so we started to really focus on honest travel advice um, because, you know, even if it's bad stuff, you want to know about it before you go because bad things don't have to ruin your trip if you expect them, you know. And and I just knew, I mean, I used to live in Portugal and I would see tourists get so upset because they had to pay for the bread and the butter. I'm like, but if you knew that, would it upset you? Well, no. And so we started to make these videos just to help people have a better experience when they travel. And we want to help people travel more so they can learn more about the cultures and stuff like that. So if we can give people that kind of like first step into a culture and the first step, the do's and the don'ts are going someplace and they can have a better time traveling. For me, that's that's a great, I mean, it's an honor that people like watch our videos to, to help them travel because it's like we get to be a little part of their travels, which is cool. Absolutely. So, I mean, what, what do you think your, your videos are, are dedicated to? Do you feel like it's more towards people who 
are just, you know, about ready to travel to one specific place and just watch the specific video for that? Or do you kind of dedicate them for, because I mean, I'll be honest, I, I'm just really big into travel. So I, I've watched videos to places who knows if, if I'll ever actually even go to. Um, so well, I appreciate you watching those, Jackson. Thank oh, you. I, I absolutely do. Not everybody's so, like that. <laughs> oh, well, I, I am. <laughs> so, I mean, are you dedicating it for kind of one-off viewers, or are you hoping that you, you provide insight enough that people are just interested in it as a whole? Well, I, the big thing for me is I want to help people prepare to travel. And if they only watch one of our videos and we can help them travel, great. If they, they want to come back and learn more about places, because – one of the best compliments I can get is when people say, you know, you inspired us to go to this place we never thought of going before. I'm like, wow, that is, that's so awesome. So in my mind, I'm thinking person wants to travel. They want to experience the culture and know what's going on. They don't just want to be a tourist. They want, you, they want to get a good feel for it. So that's what I'm making the video for. And what's funny is when I look at the viewership of our videos, you know, with, with COVID, people are not watching videos to prepare for travel. So we've lost. I mean, when, in March and April, we were down 80, 90 percent of viewership. And now we're down, and we're only down like 50% now, which I, I think is okay, uh, considering you know what we've all gone through and, and the economics and the the, pen, the pandemic and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I could tell, it's like, oh, people aren't aren't preparing for travel, so that was you know that was a big hit. But it's nice to see there are other people that that consistently watch. Like, I mean, we'll get comments that are like, you know, I was never ever thinking of going to Rwanda, but now that I watch your video, it sounds like a great place. I'm like, yeah, it's a great place. You should go. Or, or you know, sometimes you know in it's funny because some people get they'll come into the videos already upset. Like I'll have the don'ts of going someplace and they expect it to be super negative. I'm like, no, no, it's just honest travel advice. So some of the don'ts are actually do's, but then some are like, you know, we got some serious stuff in there too, but not everyone wants to hear like the, Hey, watch out for this all the time. Cause it kind of gets too much. Like let's have a lighthearted take on it, a positive take on it, but make sure you're ready for when you go places that you don't, you know, whether it's a safety thing or a food thing or, or whatever, you know, we're just trying to help people out. I, I, I want to touch on COVID here in just a little bit, but I did notice, I mean, you're still posting videos like you're on location places. So do you, do you just have a, a ton of things uh, stockpiled? <laughs> yeah. So when I, when I go out, it's, it's funny. So when we travel, usually we travel with our fam- my family, my wife, my two boys, and I will go out like seven o'clock in the morning and go film and I'll meet them kind of like, cause you know, they'll get up like nine you know, eight, nine, they'll have breakfast. Then they're like, okay, time to leave the hotel at 10. So my, my goal is to film a bunch of videos from like seven to 10 in the morning, meet them. And then we go explore the city. Cause I, I want to go explore these places. And, and so I'll get a lot of stuff done. Cause I will do, I mean, I have stacks and stacks and stacks of scripts. Uh, like I do in my notebooks, you know, I have my, like I, these notebooks, I go around and inside. I have my, like, I'll have my 10, my 10, you know, shocks or my, the don'ts I'll have, and I'll have like the basics what I want to talk about, and I'll take more notes while I walk around town. I'm like, oh, I gotta add this here, and and so it just it's just amazing how much it, it kind of comes up. And and when I look at it, I kind of look at it like, look, the the ten things that shock people when they go there. It's more of a fun thing, like fun culture shocks. And there's the don'ts. I mean, that's more of a serious kind of thing. So you know, like what you should know before you go, so you're kind of set up. And then we have the mistakes. This is the new series we started, which is like just little tiny things, like you know the place. I just want to make sure I get every little bit out of it. There's these little mistake things. And then our original kind of popular video were these five things you love and hate about going to places. And we've kind of cut down on those lately, but we're, we're starting to redo them. Um, actually, this 
next trip, hopefully, hopefully the next trip will be going on whenever that is. We're going to start doing it a little bit different than we have, but that, that was one that was really like, look, here's stuff you got to be serious about and here's stuff you're really going to love. So it's more of, you know, if you're, if your buddy's telling you about a place or as my students would say, it's like my uncle is telling me things. I'm like, Hey, it's a good compliment. Um, (laughs) It's kind of that way. And so I make a lot, a lot of videos and I don't want to put out like 10 videos on, you know, Ecuador in a row because people get bored after two. Like, because I used because, you know, if you look at the analytics, it'll, it'll show you. It's like people watch. They're like, oh, the food of Ecuador and then the don'ts of Ecuador. And they're like, OK, move on to something else. I don't hear about Ecuador anymore. Right. And so you know, I'll move to the next country we filmed in and then I'll bring back the Ecuador, you know, the other Ecuador videos later. So right now we're going through a lot of different, a lot of, um, a lot of things we have. So and then we're well probably happen for the next few months is we're going to I mean, we're doing like, like all YouTube travelers right now. They're kind of staying it. We're staying in our own country. So. We're going to do a bunch of stuff in the U.S. And, yeah. and and kind of mixing that in together. So you'll have, hey, you know what? The don'ts of visiting France. And the next week, you'll have the don'ts of visiting Yellowstone. You know, so kind yeah. of a mix. Because what I've seen is there's, I mean, our, our big audience like to watch Europe videos. And then the second one, it's just a mix of everything. You know, so it's like, well, we go to Europe and then, you know, something else. Then it can get people some ideas. Because one of the things I've been really proud of is, We've really done a lot of videos on Central America and South America to really promote tourism down there. I used to live down there. I lived in Argentina. I lived in Brazil. My dad worked in Mexico for years. And I, I, it's a special place in my heart. I'm trying to get people down there. So we've gone mm-hmm. to places that people don't usually go to, Nicaragua, El Salvador, to show, like, look, there, there's things you can go see and do. And and so that's a kind of a new thing is, we, you know, Rwanda, when we went there, it's like, let's show people places that they're not usually, usually used to going and show them, hey, it's okay to go. Like, it, it's a place you can think about going. And so we're just kind of, you know, I mean, they, like, for example, Rwanda, we love Rwanda. Like, we want to go back there tomorrow. This place is awesome. But I, we also know that there's not a lot of people are going to watch Rwanda videos, you know. But I'm like, you know what? But that's okay because I want people to know. Like, we're, we're, there's a video coming out next week. It's called The Gorilla Guardian's Village. And it's these, these former poachers have stopped being poachers. And now they're, you know, like when you're in grade school, you'd go to, like, the, like, um, a place where they, they, they show you how they used to make candles and, and how the woodsmith and they make nails. So they're going back, you know, what was Rwanda like 200 years ago or something, you know? And so they, they show the dances, they show how they made things and it's, it's kind of interesting. And so it's kind of like, Hey, look, this is us there. And, and, and you should check this out. If you go, I already know the video won't get hardly any views, but I don't care because I think it's important for people to see this. Be like, look, this could be something. It could get somebody to go because I know what a big impact the tourist dollar makes for the people of Rwanda. So, so I'm glad we can do it. Yeah. And that was something I wanted to ask you about. I know obviously it's kind of became a a business now. You're talking about the analytics behind the videos. Do you still, obviously through your, your kid's eyes, that probably helps a lot just to kind of see, you know, travel. Do you still enjoy all the places you go or do you sometimes think, Oh, I didn't, I didn't make a video here yet. So I guess I'll go back here because I need that. (laughs) I need that behind me. So Actually, I still love traveling. I miss it so much. This is like, for me, it's my own little private, you know, like not being able to travel all the time. I mean, because honestly, I was talking to my wife. I haven't, it's, it's like since I was probably 15 is since I haven't traveled this long, like internationally, because I've been doing this for quite, quite a few years, let's say, you know, like when I had hair here. <laughs> well, and only, and only like two chins instead of all the other ones hidden by my beard. Oh, no, but it's... Um, I still love going. And the thing is now what's nice is like every year, I mean, this year has been a little different, obviously, but every year we let each of the kids get to pick a destination we'll go to. 
Um, we let our fans pick a destination for us to go to, you know, and it was cool. Our fans had picked some pretty cool, even Iceland, like in, in 2015, we ended up in Ecuador. We ended up in Peru and I think Peru in 16, we went there for them. Um, where else have we gone? We were going to go to Israel, but uh, COVID kind of took that out. Um, so it, it's kind of cool like that. And then, but there is sometimes I'm like, you know, I really need to go back and do some stuff. Um, like we were back in Belgium last year, but that was because the boys hadn't been like, you got to see it. And, and there's some really cute towns in Belgium. I'm not the huge, like, I'm just not a big Brussels fan. Anybody that watched my videos, they, they know that's one of my biggest things. So I'm like, guys, we're not going to go there. Like, I know I probably should go back and make like a shock of Be Brussels or whatever, but you know, no, no, no. we're, we're going to go, we're going to have Ghent, we're going to have Bruges, get Antwerp. We're going to do that. Okay. Like, and so like, that'll bring me back some places. And sometimes I do look and say, you know, where should we go? You know, and, and the thing is, is we're willing to go pretty much anywhere. Like we, I won't, we won't go to war zones. We won't like, we're not going to go to North Korea. I'm, I'm sorry. I got kids. I'm not, I mean, some people are like, Oh, it's going to be cool. You could do it. I'm like, no, right. no, like right. no. I, I do, I do, I do put a limit on some things. I mean, when my kids are, are grown and, and they're like off in college and that's, you know what, maybe things will change. But when I got kids, I got to take care of, I'm going to, I still have to make some, you know, some choices of like, yeah, maybe that's not a good time to go. Uh, yeah, I think that's understandable. <laughs> yeah. Well, you'd be surprised. Some people don't understand. Like, why aren't you here? I'm like, uh, because there's <laughs> rockets flying. I'm not yeah. going there, man. <laughs> yeah. So. so, I mean, you, you mentioned about how you, know, you used to live different places. I've noticed that in your videos too, where you, you've talked about how you used to spend a lot of time here or you used to live here. So, I mean, what, what did you, what did you do in your former life that you lived in all these places? So when I was in high school, I did two exchanges. I did a, a summer in Australia and I did a year long exchange in Finland. And then when I was in college, I did a summer in Austria and a semester in Argentina. And then I did my master's in Germany. And then after that, I went to Lithuania and taught and worked as a consultant for a number of years. And then I got tired of being cold. And uh, one of those times when you're like, you know what, it just happened to be the right person at the right time. One of my buddies in Brazil is like, I'm, I'm talking to him on, we're, talk, we're going way back, ICQ. Probably don't know what that. It's like, you know, that's yeah. <laughs> way back. Like, it was like, hi. Yeah. Um, so we were chatting and, and I was in Lithuania and it was like, you know, negative 20 degrees. And my buddy's in Brazil and it's summer there and winter, what's well, winter in Lithuania and summer in Brazil. And he's like, what the heck are you doing there? Come to Brazil, come stay with us. I'm like, yeah, I'd had a few beers. I'm like, sure, why not? Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. So I ended up going down to Brazil for, for another seven months. And then after that, I really decided, you know, cause I really love teaching. And I was like, you know, if I want to make this a career, I got to do my PhD. And so I went from Brazil and then from Brazil, I went to Portugal and lived there for five years. I got my PhD there and then, then came back to the U S. So, and then while I worked in the U S I've taught in a number of other countries. That's, so. that's, that's really cool for sure. So how do you, how do you balance your teaching with, traveling so much obviously right now I know you you mentioned that you were you're doing online courses but do you do you always do online or how do you, no, how do you make that so I've done I've done a, a few online it's you know like sometimes I have a, like this last summer I did one on social media marketing um but most of them I'm face to face but you know with you know school holidays kind of stuff we're going you know winter holidays summer holidays fall holidays spring holidays long like oh the kids have you know a Friday and Monday off, we'll fly to Belize or we'll do, you know, we'll, we'll do what we can. And we really try to do is what we, cause you kind of have an idea of when those days are. And so we'll look, you know, up to 10 months ahead, 11 months ahead, like what are the prices? When's going to be a good time to go? When can we afford to get there? So we'll, we'll make sure we're, you know, finding the best time. So 
we might like we were going to go to ireland in october which you think ireland wet cold october i'm like no it's fine because it's like 450 dollars for a ticket instead of a thousand and so you know the kids usually have a week off then so it always kind of works out so you just play with you play with the days and and, and figure out how it goes well I, I like to hear that you're playing with the days and trying to find good prices like us uh common folk i hey, I, we, we, I, we pay for everything like i don't we don't yeah. get any sponsored trips or stuff oh, so really? i'm like I, sometimes like right now i with everything going i'm like man i wish i would have taken some sponsored trips over the years but yeah i i, I mean i don't know we, we haven't really worked with too many sponsors because when we're all we're all about honest travel and so when companies right. co- contact us i'm always like look you know we're going to talk about the good and the bad and and 99 times out of 100 the company's like no we're, we're, we're good <laughs> I'm like, you're not, you want a commercial. If you want a commercial, that's different than if you want a review, you know, and so, or a testimonial. And I, I teach marketing in my, in, in real life. I'm like, look, people don't trust an advertisement. It's like when you watch the YouTube videos and they're like, hey, go to, you know, whatever it is, you know, like whether it is um, uh, Skillshare or, or, or CuriosityStream or, or I was just learning how to do this. I'm like, were you really? <laughs> yeah. It's not like you were really learning that, you know, it's like, it's gotta be something that really fits. And, and so, I mean, there's some companies we'd be glad to work with. And, and I mean, we've actually been approached by companies we love. And they're like, hey, we want you to do this for us. I'm like, great. They're like, oh, but when you finish, send us the video in the blog. Then we'll tell you what to change. And I had to say, look, I'm sorry, I can't do that because I love your product. They, like, you don't even have to send me one. I already have it. But I can't. I'm, I, I, I worry about the people that I help travel too much that I don't want them to think, well, is Mark saying this is the greatest place in Mexico because I gave him a free room? Or is he saying because it's his favorite place in Mexico, you know? And and I, I've seen a lot of you know, I've seen a lot of travel YouTubers and bloggers over the years. They kind of cycle through and back and forth and stuff. And and, and I'll, I'll see them do that. And I'm like, wait, this is like the fifth city you said is the greatest city, you know, in this state or this thing. Like, yeah. you know. And then you're like, oh, sponsored by the tourism board of blah blah blah. I'm like, oh, okay. So yeah. and the thing is, some tourism boards are really cool with it. Like, I was in Memphis for a conference once and they're like, no, say whatever you want, man. We like, we want people to know the truth about Memphis. I'm like, that's great. I mean, even one of their, one of their, um, the convention of visitor bureau, well, they're not, it's not CVB anymore, but it's what it, what was now the new term for this, uh, destination marketing people. They, they even got one of the videos like, Hey, we'll gladly interview with you and, and do that. I'm like, Oh, cool. So, so it, it's interesting because some, some places get it. They're like, look, people want to know the truth. I mean, you're going to find out the truth anyway. It's not like you can hide it online. So. I, and I think that's probably why you've got the fans and the, the viewers that you do, because they know that, that you are going to tell them the, the straight truth, not just what somebody paid you to tell them. So yeah. I think that's that's huge. It's not the good looks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think you look great. Oh, thanks, Jackson. You, you, you're welcome. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, we've talked a lot about do's and don'ts, some of your other kind of videos. So what exactly goes you know, behind creating those do's and don'ts? What, what kind of research is done? Do you, I mean, are you online researching? Are you talking to locals? Are you just finding things, you know, your, yourself when you're there? Or? So, well, actually all of them. So yeah. I will do, so I will watch everything I can find on a destination um, that's decent online. I will read tons of blogs. I will go and I, I mean, we have a library and half, like it's a, it's a library with you know, the stat half of its travel books. I will read through there the history. I'll read about like, you know, what to see, do, what people thought 10 years ago, five years ago today. Um, also like we, my wife and I, our date is going to Barnes and Noble. It's a bookstore here, you know, book chain. 
who knows how long those bees are still around who knows you know like and we'll go there and we'll we'll look for books there we also we tell our fans hey there's a place we're going to go and so our fans will will hey make sure you're telling people about this and then i'll I'll collect all this stuff so my my book will be full of all kinds of stuff and then we go and i'm not going to film like i'm not going to get off the plane and film then i'm like look i got all this information now i got to feel like how does it feel to me like what's really going on? You know, because what happens is you'll see is people will talk about places because they went there two years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, or they grew up there and you have a very different perspective as a tourist. I mean, that's one thing I always tell people is like, look, if you're going to go visit a city, make sure you do your research beforehand because your friend you're visiting might not know anything about it. And I've learned that the hard way a few times where I'm like, you know, nothing. I didn't tell them that, but I'm like, wow, this is a waste. I could have taken us on a tour myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So well, that's that's yeah, that's interesting. I'm I'm, I'm sure as uh, you know a a person who's been on the internet for for five minutes or more, I'm sure you've got plenty of trolls. So do you do you see people that you know you post these do's and don'ts and do you immediately get emails? I've lived here my whole life and this is crazy. This is not how things are. Yeah, what I love is you'll have that comment and then the next three comments below it is this is 100% right. I am German and this is 100% what he's saying is true. You know, it's, so it's kind of funny because you'll get the trolls. Like what I don't like though are, are the trolls that'll go off other people that comment. Like because some people don't know and they'll ask a question like, oh, what are you an idiot? And I'm like, they're just asking like if they should have codfish when they're in Portugal. Like they didn't know that the saying is in Portugal, you should have 365 different codfish dishes a year to make your yeah, happy or whatever. I'm like, right. they don't know these things. And so where I see a lot of the trolls coming from are, are some of the uh, people from the local area that are, you know, maybe they don't get out. And they're like, you know, the best is like, they're, they're, that food doesn't exist. I'm like, here's the video. Here's the 400 things. And here's the 400 other videos are going. And like, so, I mean, I, I'm very much now into, you know, you don't feed the trolls. I just, I mean, that, that's one thing is I'm, I'm very happy YouTube's done a better job of like letting you have like moderators so if they see something because mm-hmm. we get, I don't know, 30, 40, 50,000 comments a month. And so you can't see everything. And mm-hmm. so like if I, if it pops up in like the 20 they show me, yeah, I'm going to, de- I'm going to delete that or hide it from the channel or something like that, but I can't always do that. So luckily we have mm-hmm. some really nice moderators that when they're on, cause they'll watch the new videos and they're like, Hey, that's not nice. And, and they'll, you know, take it off, which is nice. Cause I want it to be a, a family friendly thing because we actually have a number of schools. We use our videos in like German classes and Spanish classes mm-hmm. To teach about the culture in these different countries so i think that's a that's a really nice thing and i don't want it that they, they go home like mommy mommy look we learned about nicaragua and then there's someone saying horrible stuff underneath it so i don't you know no, so for sure for sure so you're going to answer this question once and for all for for all of us what makes what makes these good youtube videos because i noticed some of yours has like are amazing videos they may have 30 40 thousand views but then you've got some like um don'ts of America and what not to wear in Europe. They've got millions of views. So have you figured out what makes people want to watch? What makes people not necessarily want to watch? <laughs> kind of a trick question. <laughs> so the, the, the thing is, is we have videos that I feel should be million view videos, mm-hmm. like, or, or more like we have one on what you should know before you go, before you go on an African safari. Mm-hmm. One of our, my favorite videos we've ever done. It's only got like 12,000 views. And I'm like, man, anybody going like, that is what I want to know. And, and so it's kind of like, I've seen it. It's got to be a country, like a country theme, something risque, you know, the love and hates or the, the, the shots. It's the don'ts that actually have done the best. Yeah. And that's the thing that kind of gets going. And then you get the discussion going. And what you'll see is you'll have the people that come on like, oh, this is actually right. I was coming in so mad. They share with their friends. Like 
we had a video from five years ago that 10 shocks of uh, Italy that a Twitch guy streamed and talked about, you know, three weeks ago. And all of a sudden it got another like 150,000 views, you know, and you're like, nice. And they're like, Hey, this is actually a good video. I'm like, yeah, it's five years old. And yeah. still, right, <laughs> a lot of these things don't change. You know, it's funny because it, with travel videos, you know, it, it's like math. Like not, when you're going to a place like in Europe where it's a lot of old, you know, historic buildings, historic buildings don't change. You know, like they, they stay the same. So you can have the basic rough idea and still get the point across. So, but if I knew the secret, believe me, I would do it <laughs> because I, I don't know. Like there's some people that do a great job at getting, you know, half a million views, million views in every video. Um, we're not, we're not there. I'll, I mean, I, I think we could do better if I would spend more time with it, but I have a full, you know, two kids, full-time job. This is a side thing. And we have two other channels we do, <sighs> sadly. Yeah, no, I get that. And you, you mentioned your, your kids. So myself, I, I travel, but I don't have children. I've talked to several other travelers who, you know, some do, some don't. I even talked to one who wrote a whole book on traveling with kids. So I would kind of just be interested to hear um, you know, your thoughts on how obviously having kids doesn't, doesn't stop you from, from now traveling and, and how you incorporate your kids into, into that travel. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's one of the things that really gets me is I will hear people, they're literally like, oh, we're, they'll have like a picture of the baby in the womb, like in the ultrasound, and then they'll have like a lighter to their passport. I guess we're not going to use this for a while. I'm like, why? Like, why? Like, traveling with little kids is the best. I mean, that's why you see some people do it online because they're so little. They're tight. You can take a place. You can do stuff with them. Everyone loves little kids. Well, not everyone, not every place, but like a lot of places too. Um, and the thing is, is, you know, people are like, well, the kids won't remember. Yeah, but you'll remember. I mean, I remember my, my youngest, he learned how to walk in Paris. It was pretty dang cool. He doesn't remember it, but I sure the <laughs> heck do, you know? And so, and, and if you start traveling with your kids when they're young, they get used to it. So it's not a big deal for them, you know? And then you have the people saying, well, I'll wait till they're teenagers and then they'll, then they'll appreciate it. I'm like, yeah, you show me one teenager who appreciates anything their parents do. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. You know? And so you got you to think of it that way. So we really integrate them in terms of like ask them where, where places they'd like to go over going places. Hey, here's some ideas. Like what are some stuff that are there? And also you can't do, I mean, you know, you have your, I finished college backpack Europe trip, right? Where you're backpack, you just go, 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 go. You can't do that with kids. Like they, they need a day where like, you know what? Today is park day. We're just going to the park. We're just sitting, chilling. You guys play. Here's a soccer ball. Go crazy. And so we always kind of plan that into our trips to make sure there's a time for the kids to, to just be kids, you know, and the kids meet kids all over the world. I mean, two things you should always take. If you got kids, take a little like travel soccer ball and take a pack of Uno cards because mm -hmm. you don't have to speak the local language to, to be able to play those two games. Everybody can play them. And so we've, we've, made, we've made friends from Japan to Nicaragua and the U.S. and Germany all over just by those two, those two toys, I guess you'd say. That's, that's really interesting. I hadn't thought of that. That kind of transcends language for sure. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, do you, do you think your kids still, obviously it's kind of a, a normal thing to them. Do you, do you feel like they still completely appreciate just how, I guess, lucky they are to, to be with you? <laughs> well, a, a couple of years ago, my oldest, um, he goes like, you know, dad, this is kind of special what we do. Not that a lot of people do this. And I'm like, Oh, he realizes it's special. <laughs> this is a, like uh, anybody has parents of a teenager, you know that this is a big deal. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, it's, it is kind of special. He's like, yeah, that's cool. You know, he's like, it's cool. I'm like, thanks. I'm like, I'm glad. And then my youngest, you know, he's still young and 
but he's still he he's misses trust like i mean he's like i mean he'll tell you it's like i miss traveling i miss meeting people you know or, you know he just misses being out there and and that's one of the things is travel has been so much a part of their entire lives so, you know like the youngest is born in portugal and we were traveling with him at six weeks and five weeks or four weeks like it was started right away and the oldest i mean he was on his first flight at six weeks you know so like this has been a part of their life their entire lives so for them i mean we've never been home this long in a row like our dog is like you're here every day because <laughs> yeah, we'll have a you know we have a house sitter that comes and stays my cousin and uh-huh. uh, you know so he's happy when he's here but he's like oh and, he, and it's funny because my dog's like you've been here too long i feel yeah. like you're gonna leave soon so like he's like super like super attached to me now like I mean, I have to leave the door cracked in my office because if I shut it, he'll sit outside. He doesn't really bark very much. He'll be like, hur, hur. he's just like, let me in. I want to lay here on the floor with you. I was seeing if he was actually in on the floor. Uh, so it's kind of funny. Well, that's that's better than my dog. I was working from home for, oh, goodness, three or four months. And I feel like he just started looking at me and, and thinking, bro, I'm, I'm supposed to, this is my nap time. I'm not sure why you're here. So I don't, I don't think you like me being here as much. So that's a, that's a good thing for you. Yeah, so I don't, I don't, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, my, my dog, cause we were doing the morning and the afternoon walks. Then like uh, last week, he just like stops. It's like, forget it. I'm done. Yeah. I want my one walk. Yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So I don't want to take up too much more of your time. So we'll just introduce the, I guess the, the heaviest topic of all COVID. How do yeah. you feel like, COVID is going to affect the travel industry? Well, I, I, by now you have so many parts of the travel industry that have been decimated. I mean, mm-hmm. there's so many places. I mean, we're, we're not just talking airlines. We're talking, you know, restaurants. We're talking museums that are never going to open again. Where I live, the Children's Museum, it's closed and it's not opening again. Mm-hmm. Are there are studies something like 30% of museums aren't going to reopen because they just don't have the money. They can't, like, it's just too late. And so it, even if we all started going back, it's still too late because we, we're they're too far in debt and all kinds of stuff. So it's really, really, it's really sad. You know, like for all the pictures you see of people that are like, look, there's nobody out traveling. Isn't this cool? I'm like, yeah, those are all those chairs that are empty that that waiter and that cook and that chef and those people, they're not getting in the tax money to help support some of these communities because you have countries that really their, their economy is based on tourism and there's nobody there. And it's just, I mean, it's, it's horrible because you, you have just the, the sickness, which is horrible, and the people getting sick and the people passing away and dying and stuff, like, and then the, the, the fear that goes along with that. But then there's, you know, it's like people say, oh, well, once there's a vaccine, people will go back to travel right away. I'm like, mm, no, they won't because, one, people aren't going to – it doesn't matter if you get the vaccine right away. You're still going to be, like, kind of worried, like, let's see if it works. And then you have to think about it. It's like, okay, do I feel comfortable going abroad? You know, like, if something bad happens, if there's, if there's another flare-up, can I get home? And there's going to be, it's going to take time to get people to feel comfortable to travel again. So I think you're going to see, you know, 2021 will still be a lot of domestic travel. You'll start to see more international travel as places open up. Um, but it won't be like it was in 2019 or 2018, but I could see, I mean, my, 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 my thing is I can see, you know, 2022, 2023, you can Mm -hmm. see things maybe back to where they were or close. Um, but it's going to take time because you have so many airlines that have cut services and, and hotels have gone out of business and it's going to take time to rebuild those. And, you know, are people going to open up a new restaurant? Are they going to do that? So, you know, it's, it, it's, it's, a, it's a really tough time for the, the industry and there's no right answer. There's no, there's no silver bullet to make everything look work perfect again. It's just, it's going to take time. It's going to take people, you know, following the rules and making sure we're doing the right stuff and, you know, you know social distancing, if that's what we need to do and, and, you know, getting these things. But a lot of it's just, sadly it's it's too late for for a lot of these businesses you know like you know you drive around town you see the places like they're closed for covid and you're like 
but are they going to open it up again? Because, you know, now I don't know where you are, where we are, you know, you can go into stores now and you can go into restaurants and, and stuff like that, but some just aren't open, you know? And I, I mean, if, if you try to look for a silver lining in something like this, a lot of stores that were not really big into e-commerce, now they've started to have their own e-commerce. So mm-hmm. it, it helps maybe longer term that'll help them develop their own e-commerce stuff and that can help them do business. But it's a really, it's a really tough time. Like I, I, I'm worried for everyone in the tourism industry, not, not just travel vloggers and bloggers who are obviously, you know, getting nailed too, but you know, but it, I mean the, from the, the flight attendants to the, the grounds crew to the, you know, people, the buses, Amtrak, all these people, it's just, it's sad. No, I, I agree. I was talking to someone who was kind of optimistic in, in one way. I kind of want to run by you. He was talking about how kind of that, you know, all these places that are overrun by tourism, you know, Venice, Bali, Split Croatia, all these type of, all these type of places that, you know, the, the locals have almost, you know, gotten burnt out of, of tourists. Now they, I guess they see just how dependent they were on it and it may kind of reinvigorate where it's going to, to make people maybe not as, uh, not as upset that everyone is there when they come back. Yeah, we, we can hope that we can hope that can happen. And I think, and that's one of the things is when you, anytime when people complain about stuff, it's like, well, if you don't want the tourists there, then do you want to get rid of 21% of your GDP? Right. You know, like you're like when Amsterdam's like, we're not going to advertise tourism anymore. Forget. We don't want the tourists. They're like, we only want like the high end tourists with conferences. I'm like, mm-hmm. Realize that people, if you're trying to scare off normal tourists, those conference people aren't going to want to go there either because why would I want to have a conference where you don't want tourists? You know, it's like, yeah, so it's kind of those things. And it does, it like, huh, it makes you refocus your energy. I mean, that's why you'll see, you know, a lot of businesses, you know, maybe menu items will be less, maybe the price they have, but they're going to focus more on the core. Like, let's keep this going. (sighs) See where we go from there. Yeah, I think I think it's obviously kind of a, a holding pattern, waiting all together. I, I do hope. Obviously, everyone has to wait until they're they're comfortable to to travel again. But like you mentioned, you know, when people are comfortable and it's safe, I, I hope people do travel because I mean, there's there like you were saying, there's a lot of places that are just desperately needing you know well, I, the tourism yeah, dollars. And and tourism will come back. Like human species, we want to travel. We want to go on adventures. We 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 explore the entire globe because that's who we are and i think right. what you'll see is when things start opening up again it's going to be like tourism 15 20 years ago where people do that paris london's tokyo's and it's going to take more time to get to the mm. romania's and the rwanda's before people go there because people it's like when the, when the downturn in 2008 9 you know there's like people they they, stip, they kept traveling but they went to more of the more popular, well-known places because I don't want to take the chance. I'm not going to have a good time. So I know London. I know I have a good time there. So I'll go there. So it, it's getting people to go out and travel, but to travel to these destinations that were just getting found, you know? And so that's going to be interesting to see how long it takes for them to come back. I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, it could be everybody could decide, you know what? I don't want to be in a big city. I want to stay in the smaller towns and hopefully avoid any COVID or something like that. So yeah, we'll that's... see. It's going to be, it's going to be an interesting time. Yeah, that's that's not something I've, I've really thought about. Yeah, so I mean, I guess the the last thing I just want to ask you is 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 there anything you know in the in the pipeline, anything else you want to to mention to the listeners? And uh, you know, I appreciate it that you that you joined us. Oh, well, if you want to find us, uh, go to waltersworld.com or just look up Walters Walters World with an O for Walters. Uh, we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, all that fun stuff, and. Uh, if you want to have some good, honest travel advice from somebody who goes to the places, 
please check out our videos. We really appreciate it. And I can, I can stand behind that. He definitely absolutely knows what he's talking about. <laughs> Thanks, Jackson. I appreciate it, man. Absolutely. Thank you. And that was Mark Walters, and this was another edition of Not In A Huff. I am your host, Jackson Huff. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. I'll tell you, even if you're not a big traveler, I really think that you could learn a lot from Mark, whether it's about YouTube, whether it's uh, just a, a perspective on on traveling, should you decide to, a perspective on the world right now during coronavirus. Um, he, he's just he's an amazing guy. He's an amazing guy that he agreed to, uh, to do this podcast. So... How to find him, again, it's Walter's World pretty much anywhere on social media. It is with an O, so W-O-L-T-E-R-S, World, Walter's World. Big places, YouTube, you're going to be able to find um, do's and don'ts, shock videos on on darn near every city, every country. I wasn't joking when I told him that uh, anytime that I'm going to be traveling, I always check, uh, see if he has a video, which he normally does about the place I'm traveling to. And I also wasn't joking and telling him that uh, sometimes I just watch random videos just because I find it interesting. You know, even if I'm not planning on traveling to Lithuania anytime soon, I watch those videos. Um, so I, I, I can't thank him enough. I can't thank you enough for, for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I hope you'll come back next time. Uh, we're sure to interview an, another interesting person. And until then, take us out, Chris. This has been Not in a Huff with Jackson Huff. Thank you for listening. Be sure to join us next time where we will interview another amazing guest who is sure to make you laugh or make you think, or hey, maybe even both. But until then, keep being awesome.